0: Hi, hey Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And
1: welcome to our podcast, Scary, scary Stories, stories to, to Tell on the pod. pod.
0: It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, and spooky things you tell us about. And it, it Halloween might be over, but we're still doing this thing.
1: Yeah. What is it? November 2nd? That's still Halloween. Yes.
0: We're allowed. Anything can happen.
1: It's Halloween until Thanksgiving.
0: And spooky things can happen year on. Andrew, did anything spooky happen to you this week? Um... I, my brain is
1: cooking on it. Does anything op-
0: oh, occur to you? I do have something. Okay, it's not a spooky thing, but it is in the world of spookiness. Great. Um, an old friend of mine, Victoria, has uh, has a son who is at the age. Did we were talking about this new mascot that exists for Halloween called the Switch the Switch Witch? No. Okay, I was unaware of this. Apparently, there's a new thing you can do with kids where you are trying to get them to give up as much candy as possible. So you say we're going to give the candy to the Switch Witch. Who, in return for the candy you give her, is going to give you a toy? Okay, which to me, I am like, is a very good idea. I love kind of being alive when there is like a new seasonal Santa Claus in formation.
1: Yeah, this is like the the socialist, the democratic socialist version of the Elf on a Shelf.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. In in a way that I feel less weird about because Elf on the Shelf, Sto- yeah. Shelf is very no. This
1: is ben- beneficial.
0: Yeah, that's nanny. That's like that's like um, what's the word? surveillance state? Yeah, this is we. Well, I guess it's not. We're not. We're giving it to a witch. We're not giving it to like uh, children in need.
1: We're bartering with a witch. Yeah,
0: this is about trade. Yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, Victoria's son is like at the age where he's still young enough to believe in the switch witch, but old enough to be like, what's going on? So he wanted to. He wanted to talk to the switch witch. Okay. And Victoria called me to be like, I am so sorry. Would you? You can absolutely say no to this. Would you mind being the switch witch on the phone with my son? Oh my and God. and what's so funny is like the speed with which I was like, oh yeah, sure. Like it's completely fine. I didn't really think about the reality of how this would function. And as soon as I got on the phone, I was like, hello, this is the switch witch. And he froze, completely understandably, because oh. he's talking on the phone to a witch. Right? Right. This was he was not he did not think this was possible. And then he um <laughs> Uh, like, he finally kind of came around to it when I was like, I'm a very nice witch. Like, w- you know, witches can be all types of people. Blah, blah. And he wanted to know what I was going to do with the candy. That's a really
1: good which question. Which is a really good question. Did you come into this phone call prepared? I mean, you can expect that question.
0: I So so Chris and I talked about it briefly. And um, Chris had a really good idea where he was like... Um. Oh, he was like, you know, witches. Some witches live in in gingerbread candy houses.
1: Wow. And so I was
0: like, I'm building an extension to my witch house. I'm putting in an above ground swimming pool. So she's kind of a working class witch. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going in for a below the ground. Like I, I, you know, I don't know that I want this forever.
1: No, because if you go in the ground, you have to keep that pool forever.
0: Yes. This is. She's not even sure how long she's going to stay in this place. Right. Um. And he seemed satisfied by that. And then it was like a very polite sort of business-like interaction where I was like, what kind of toy do you want? And he said he wanted a fire truck. And then I asked him, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Kids love being asked easy questions that they're like, I have agency over. Uh So I was like, what? Now, what color fire truck do you want? And he really thought about it. Because like, obviously you want to say red. And he was like, uh. Red, red, like he's like he really was like. He I considered. could ask for any color, but you know what? Let's go with something classic.
1: Yeah, the novelty wasn't as ex- exciting as getting exactly what he wanted.
0: Yeah, so it was really nice. So I don't know. I, uh, my Victoria was like, you should go into business being the switch witch on the phone. I don't know that that's quite the career that I want to go down, but I do think it is for somebody.
1: You already kind of are the switch witch by phone.
0: I've I've played a lot. In high school, my my friends used to ask me to be their parents talking to other parents on the phone. No way. To to be like, "Oh, well, yes, they're coming to sleep over," you know, like blah blah. And then wow. I've had other relatives ask that I'm Santa Claus on the phone. I have I've had a lot of requests to be um people I'm not on the phone.
1: <laughs> You're fake.
0: I'm fake. That's I'm a fake nice. bee. You're
1: a fake, girl. So
0: that's my spooky thing. That is scary. Um. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> the, uh, you know when you, you know, when you know when when you see someone's like phone go off and you see a name pop up, and, but it was upside down and it really for me for a second looked like it said John Ham was calling you,
1: and then I just
0: was, like, it was like, I like no pick it up. yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry no. anyway um <laughs> Anna I see on your lap some little books oh yeah about what this episode's about and I'm very excited.
1: Well, just briefly, my scary thing this week. Oh yeah, please. Is I don't know if you can see it, but in my neighbor's tree, some Halloween decorations are too scary this year. I'm oh. noticing that they're scarier than they used to be. Yeah. And this is a baby doll wearing a Grim Reaper robe <gasps> with all white eyeballs.
0: This it Do was you this I think it a, a thing that was purchased or handmade. No, it's it's purchased. What if no one else could see it? But you oh
1: my it. god, it's I can't it's see over it over there. We'll show. I'll, I'll see it's, it on the way out. Yeah, it is genuinely upsetting and lois our new dog sees it and understandably is has a bad day isn't it amazing that dogs know what
0: we find scary
1: well it's like it's person shaped but not person smell yeah and it's not moving the way that people move yeah so it's like what the fuck
0: i or but even spider-shaped things like we're back to spiders. I We're know back to spiders. But I, like I don't
1: think anyone's complaining about that.
0: <laughs> I've just seen so many dogs freaked out by any by whatever abstraction of Halloween decoration they're seeing. Which I guess yeah. but I guess it's like dogs. Anything unfamiliar, they're like, what the hell is happening here?
1: Yeah. Both of our dogs hate the mailman. And it's not just here. We were in Pasadena with Lois and a mailman walked into Coffee Bean and she went nuts.
0: Whoa. I was like, what's your problem? She doesn't like shorts and, and big bags. Jangles.
1: I think she doesn't like, I was like, maybe he smells like a lot of different places. And she's like, why are you going so many places? <laughs> what's over there?
0: D- dogs notedly against jet setting. They don't like it. The fina- the Not the fine the environmental impact. They hate it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's not right. Um, um, that but- is a very
0: spooky thing, Anna. Now, um, Andrew, you said I do have something on my lap. You have two very spooky books in your lap, <sighs> and I'm very excited about what this episode is. I do.
1: So should I start with the spooky thing or the exciting thing?
0: Let's start with exciting. Okay. Or no. What do you what, what do you prefer? <gasps> okay. Yeah, I think Describe we Describe what with I'm exciting. holding. Anna is holding a well-worn paperback <laughs> scholastic book titled The Mummy. The complete movie scrapbook. Everybody. It is a guide to the summer's coolest new
1: monster movie. First of all, the summer, this came out May 4th. Yeah, w-
0: we are starting with dessert tonight, everybody. We were starting with
1: dessert. Um, great. And this is just a book that I was probably given by a loving adult. Oh my God. Um, they dedicate the book to Boris Karloff, Lon Chaney Jr., and Bella Lugosi fangs for the memories
0: they so boris karloff and lon cheney jr both played the mummy i don't know the bella lugosi ever did but he is a he's an icon nonetheless
1: yeah i don't know um and it's cute like it has stuff that's like first of all it's got a picture of me setting up a recycling program in oh, my anna uh first grade classroom with the Kid Matt Barnathan, who is very popular, where I, we gave them one M M&M and M per sheet of paper that they recycled.
0: Really good. And are you in a are you in a black sweater with one jack o' lantern on it?
1: No, that's a New York Knicks old
0: logo. Okay, same thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. But anyway, that's me being a narc. So, and then also I printed <laughs> out a a post from a whose line is it anyway message board that purports to be Wayne Brady,
0: and saying uh, that he's
1: not gay, which I don't uh, think it's Wayne Brady, but it could be. It's,
0: I think Wayne Brady just came out as being pansexual. He is. Yeah. But, so this
1: is from April twenty ninth, two thousand two. Um. I I just don't think it's him, but okay. I I am curious. But yeah. anyway, so
0: <laughs> I just had a dress fell out of it. Yeah. This really is a glimpse into a certain time for you.
1: Um yeah and this is a great book about 1999's the mummy which is my famously my favorite love movie this. but the issue so <laughs> I don't know if they used like the production draft instead of like a transcript of what ended up in the movie but mm. a lot of the quotes are inaccurate and as you can see <laughs> I've gone through and amended Anna uh
0: <laughs> Dresden <laughs> Everybody, these amendments. Okay, so the quote as published in the book. Can you read it, Anna?
1: Oh yeah. Why, if it ain't my old buddy Benny, I ought to kill you.
0: And what? What is the actual line that I you I crossed have out
1: "old" and wrote "little," and crossed out "oughta" and wrote "think all," which is that correct.
0: Is so funny, Anna. And then next
1: to all of them characters i wrote the actors who played them oh so steven dunham Corey johnson and tuck watkins tuck watkins <laughs> oh, big fan it's really funny um and then next to city the first i wrote this guy lasted five men then got a knife in the back bernard fox
0: oh anna <laughs> this is amazing i i really li- you could have written this book <laughs> I oh that's really a scary could've. picture yeah
1: there's, so there's a lot of scary pictures of mummies um but then okay, so I, I bookmarked this page that's called How to Make Your Own Mummy. Here's the ten step recipe, really tongue in cheek. Great. Right. One. First you'll need a corpse, plus you'd better clear your calendar. The whole process takes about seventy days. Two, break the bone between the nasal cavity and the skull with a sharp instrument. Then going up through the nostril use, are people going to throw
0: up? People are eating. I shouldn't read this. I'm
1: feeling a little bit nauseous. If, if you're it.
0: eating something off the bone right now, take a break. But if you want to read it. Okay. Ahead,
1: well, yeah. it's just, okay. So steps two through five are just, or four are removing things.
0: Mm-hmm. Organs.
1: Um. Uh. Great. Okay. Five, coat the body inside and out with salt to dry it. Egyptians used natron, a powdery salt that they found along the Nile. Next, put the body on a slanted board called the bed of mummification so that the body's moisture will drain off. Let it sit for about a month. Do something constructive in the meantime. Learn hieroglyphics or build a pyramid in your backyard. Wow! I absolutely could have written this. <laughs> Seven. Once the body is dried, put fresh spices in the abdominal cavity. Did you know that? I didn't know that at all. Weird. Thanksgiving. Maybe for smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we brined him. Yeah. <laughs> seal the body with seal the cavity with resin, a sticky substance extracted from plants, and then coat the entire body with it. Eight. Start wrapping. You'll need large pieces of cloth and smaller strips of linen. A lot of it. Some mummies have found have been found with layers of cloth two inches thick. The wrapping will take
0: about fifteen days. Oh my god! Did you know that? I have no idea. What Over is going two on? Two weeks to wrap the body.
1: Well, I guess part of it is they were they would put things in the linens. They'd put like amulets yeah. and stuff.
0: I, I'm. I mean, I'm hoping those people were Union.
1: I. You know they they're not. Be- you <laughs> know they're not. And while you're wrapping, place precious gems and jewelry throughout the layers. Your mom's good stuff will do nicely. Oh, Oh, how many kids took their mother's jewelry and stuck it in the ground because of this book? Oh, yeah. The ancient Egyptians often included prayers written on papyrus. They also used charms to help the mummy reach the afterlife. Finally, put the mummy in at least one coffin. King Tut's mummy, for example, was found nestled inside three coffins. All three were placed inside a large stone sarcophagus.
0: That's a wrap. Really good work. This I just as a kid, I really would have appreciated this.
1: Oh yeah, it it really. I mean, there's a lot of scary pictures. I the love this spices. book. Spices, I just had no spices. idea. spices. Who knew? Um, I
0: love that you did your own little edits. Wait, what's this I very end? Does the it very... say death is only the beginning? Yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah,
1: that's nice.
0: Really it's good. Scary.
1: It's a scary good book.
0: You know what? I I didn't really take into consideration when I was like going to. Um, Museums as a kid, because I was always like, these mummies aren't wrapped up and stuff, but it's like the ones that are in museums they've had to unwrap, right? So that we can look at the bodies.
1: I think it's, I wonder, I think maybe they, the linens decayed?
0: That or would also make off? sense. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That's a great question. Is that
0: video real where it's like a news story where they're like, they've reconstructed that's the bearings?
1: Eh. Uh, it's, that weird. is
0: so rude really rude oh man it feels
1: like his enemies manifested that
0: video (laughs) imagine being humiliated thousands of years after you died
1: i do all the time (laughs) um so that's my mummy book with the from the movie and then another loving adult perhaps the same one got me another book called "Mummies bones and body parts by charlotte wilcox I, um I with, wonder if this
0: was the same adult who got these for you or different ones representing different what like someone was like let's give her what she wants which is the mummy scrapbook and this one's like but also she should learn.
1: Oh, it's absolutely clear that this was like and also could you learn about I was like <laughs> no. I also had no interest in mummies that weren't from Egypt. I oh yeah, you were like really, this doesn't count. Yeah. Really irritated. I was like nope.
0: Ice man be damned.
1: No. And so I was flipping through this book and on one page um, it has a picture of it looks I'm sorry like garbage. It's a (laughs) human body. Um, Great. So can you describe what you're seeing?
0: We're seeing a really loose mummy here. It's a loose.
1: It's really generous to call it a mummy.
0: Yeah, this is deconstructed. Um, I see I see a definite rib cage. I see what looks like a communal grill at a park that's what i see
1: yeah this you could play horseshoes in here
0: yeah this is after someone this is like a family who did not prepare and yeah. they just they 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 burnt the hot dogs to all hell
1: they did um they just dumped the charcoal we're gonna get haunted by this thing what yes. are we doing I'm so sorry what um are we doing? but it's in a wooden box that's surrounded by lead um oh. which i always thought a lead lined coffin meant it was inside but that's it makes what I more assume sense too. that it's, it's on the outside, outside. Huh. Okay, and it says burial in a lead coffin preserved the bones, hair, and some of the soft tissue of this woman from colonial Maryland. What some of the carbon content bones of, of bones varies according to how much a corn a person has eaten, oh, uh, boy. or since the carbon content of bones varies according to how much corn a person has eaten, scientists could tell that this woman was not born in the New World where corn is commonly eaten, but had lived there for several years. <laughs> um,
0: this is, how do historians are great nerds. This is really it, about corn. It's
1: corn. It's not scary ghosts. This we're talking about corn, and I she know lived a Really here.
0: great corn historian. Corn historian. Never corn. Mind. Corn. Oh my god. Never mind, Andrew, everybody.
1: Everybody, give Andrew a wedgie. Take me away. Okay. So, um, and then it says the well-preserved bodies of Philip Calvert, his wife, and a baby were found in a Maryland cornfield in 1990. Historians knew that Calvert was the governor of the colony of Maryland in 1660 and 1661. The Calverts were well off for their time, but autopsies showed signs of a hard life. Um, and the, the, so this was the old St. Mary City in Maryland, mm-hmm. which basically was a failed colony and that petered out by the 1700s. Oh, God. They just were like, we are doing bad.
0: That scares me. Um, Failed colonies do scare me. Yeah, it's not good. Not, um, a, American colonies, not the failure of colonization, which is implicit. Get his ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's saying that colonialism is bad. Yeah. Get him.
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying colonial, colonial colonialism is bad. I'm not saying it makes He'd, me sad when colonies fail. Keep but, digging. but it scares He'd, me when there's like a group of people who die <laughs> off in a town. Anyway, I'm so it's sorry. It's spooky
1: because you think a town would be okay. And when it's they're a town. not. When they're not, listen. Um, great. The baby died of infection of in the brain and spine. Oof. Governor Calvert had been in poor health. He died possibly from a heart attack at about age 50. His wife died at about age 55 after much suffering. Oh. Her teeth and bones were in very poor condition, probably from lack of good nutrition. A broken leg had never healed and was infected. The Calvert mummies showed that life in colonial America, even for the well-to-do, was not easy.
0: Are these people ancestors of mine? Because this sounds...
1: People just—it really just didn't get
0: to have any fun back people then. People huh? did
1: not do well, um, and then I, so I looked it up. Um, this is Historic St. Mary's City. The study of three lead encased coffins discovered at the Brick Chapel is one of the most fascinating and significant projects yet conducted at the HSMC. Archaeology at the chapel site began with a surface collection and test excavations in 1983. Were continued from 1988 through 1996. The brick foundations were uncovered and mapped. In addition, over 250 burials were identified in the area around the building. Oof. The full extent of the cemetery and the total number of burials has not been determined. In 1990, a large gravel-filled pit was discovered in the north transept of the brick chapel. So this is like an old church that had was basically completely destroyed that was just in the middle of a cornfield. Oh, that scares me. It's not where oh, I want to. I, I want to go, but not stay i don't
0: want to be in a cornfield i don't want to find a dilapidated church in a we're cornfield. not
1: doing that that's a
0: grow up that's a grow up
1: um uh text excavations oh yeah so this was like i found articles that i couldn't click on that were from the early 90s that were like this project is a nightmare like it kept being like we found a thing and then it wouldn't work oh god um uh so they found these three coffins uh, as part of Project Lead Coffins in 1992, they were excavated and opened.
0: There's something called Project Led Coffins? I
1: mean, these are not uh, advertisers. Yeah. These are scientists. They right, don't, right. they're not, it's not very snappy.
0: Yeah. Project Preserve or something. No,
1: yeah. no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> project who who led it who led that who led the mummies out? who led the mummies under yeah <laughs> a multidisciplinary research program was instituted and it was determined that the coffins contain the remains of philip calvert governor and chancellor's of maryland his wife Anne Wolseley calvert and an infant son recently linked to philip calvert by dna analysis which was in like 2016
0: wow death even comes for people with elegant names
1: It really does. And so the child was his child, but not hers. Because she (gasps) died before the kid was born. So it's like another wife. But where's the other wife? She's walking around. She's Um, she's still around here, yeah. But this also scares me that they used uh, ground penetrating radar to investigate the site of the cross-shaped brick chapel built in the mid-1660s. I I think it's scary when they x-ray the ground. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you don't know what you're going to find in there. Also um, the presence of a mummy implies some amount of disrespect. Like that's like if we know about a mummy, they had to be disrespected at some point, and that scares me.
1: Yeah. You know? I don't like it. Um but I was looking up why they would use a lead coffin, which is partially why the bodies are so well preserved. Mm-hmm. Um and it was airtight so it was airtight, so there's no moisture. Oh, that's in. why it's preserved. Yeah. Um but also it was an above ground burial, so they were probably buried in the church Church? itself
0: above ground
1: you've seen this they
0: do this oh right for saints and stuff yeah yeah i didn't know it could just happen for governors
1: it's spooky do yeah yeah, but you can see it's not super
0: well. No, no, no. There, this isn't we're not doing the top brass of burials here.
1: No, you couldn't like hold the mummy up. This mummy couldn't walk around. We'll no, say that. No,
0: no, no, no. You're going to need several cups.
1: This mummy a mess.
0: Yeah. This mummy a mess. This mummy this mummy is in a laundry basket on a sweatshirt that says totally me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but then I
1: I also found an image <laughs>
0: God, all these mummies are very relatable. This one's just face planted in snow, I feel very similar to.
1: Listen, we're all there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay, so, all right. So then here's some pictures from a Daily Mail. Um, these are just like oh, guys man. wearing hard hats who just look like they wandered in off the street. This
0: is pictures from the 90s. This, you know what it is? This is I made queso. That's what th- That's what this is. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> it looks like ground beef. Like, ooh. Yeah. Sorry. Browned, brown, brown, crumb- brown. Brown Brown Brown, brown, brown beef. Oh brown crown God. beef. Everybody, <laughs> sir? Sometimes when you don't have a podcast for a while, you forget how your mouth should talk.
1: Right. Um, but then, okay, so expensive, the infant okay, it's Oh, this baby had scurvy rickets and more. It's not good. <sighs> um, but then okay, so some psycho decided that they needed to create a holographic image of what the guy probably looked like based on the messy mummy. This
0: dusty cup. You know, we need scientists who can, like, get rid of shingles. I don't <laughs> know that we need... I don't know that we need holograms of of mummy babies. Can
1: we figure out, like, an antidepressant for women who are pregnant? <laughs> like, what are yes, we doing? come They're on like, now. So
0: this is oh, what they did. Oh my... G- why make him... Why make him Skeletor? Why put him in pilgrim clothes and also make him Skeletor?
1: So it's like, ghostly, they took... Ugh, it's like a fake picture. It looks like fan art. That's half skeleton and then like a half dissolved like colonial coat over it. But then the head, it's like these super ghosty eyes yes. over this broken skull.
0: This is this is Stephen Gamble, the haunted house. It, this is the woman whose oh, finger gets stuck to the man.
1: This is the man, the woman whose finger gets stuck to
0: the man. Yeah. It,
1: and also like his coat is open in a weird way.
0: Yeah. I know they I, did I'm it. I'm almost expecting, I'm sorry, this is graphic. The way, the bu- the way this is set up, it feels like there should be like a very medical half rendering of like his testicles. Like that's like, it just, it feels weird to look at.
1: And he's smiling a little bit too, which I I don't love. I
0: don't like seeing your bones.
1: He's like, look at my dick. And then it's not there. And and you're like, surprise. Yeah. And he's wearing a little hat.
0: He is smiling a little bit that, you know, from this angle, he kind of looks like Jason Mraz. (laughs) It does. <laughs> it looks a little. It, I think it's the. I think it's the smirk. I think it's kind of like it's Jason
1: Moran's wearing like a West Side of L.A. brunch hat. Yeah, that's folded on one side. Oh, oh my man. god! The
0: remedy is I'm a mummy. <laughs> he mummy. Oh my god! This is crazy, Anna. It's rough. What a rabbit hole to go down.
1: Yeah, all from this.
0: Forty-three from comments. This book. What's the top comment we got there? That's I'm a curious. great question.
1: Wealth at that time would not have protected anyone from the illnesses described. Life expectancies were short and infant mortality was extremely high. No matter how much money you had, it didn't protect you from the harsher elements. So that's Chris in New
0: England. Praying Chris is a 12-year-old boy. I hope so, too. I'll have friends later, but for now.
1: And then someone said, that photo of Philip is creepy. It looks like something in a horror movie. And then someone else wrote, who said life was supposed to be easy?
0: Who are these people commenting on this? Oh,
1: okay. So whoever wrote... That photo of Philip is creepy. looks like something in a horror movie accidentally posted it three times. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. Um, and then someone asked, does anyone consider this the desecration of these people's graves? They should be reburied properly with the respect and honor of any governor of Maryland. And someone wrote, agreed. Someone else wrote, why? The desecration of graves is done all the time. <laughs> Museums are full of them. Oh okay so this came out in 2016 someone wrote someone on Hillary's team have already sent in their absentee ballots for these people
0: Oh god It is really nice This is people have full-time jobs just to go through whatever the hell and talk about an election from a long time ago
1: Um just to finish it up this is from someone named Cleanup Philly <laughs> I'm from that area my Irish ancestor was sent there at that time for stealing a horse He was a blacksmith He wrote that the area was infested with snakes both water and land Ugh! <gasps> Apparently, the UK does not have too many reptiles, lol. Burning heat, freezing winter, it would have shocked them into living like the natives, returning home or dying. You had to wrap up with skins in the winter, eat corn and sweet potatoes and acorns in a pinch, or die out. If you didn't hunt, even the women, you were dead. Even now, no one would dare live a life without rifle or shotgun southern maryland incredible fishing eels are
0: delish that really went off the rails this, yeah something something happened a little bit the the oxygen was running out
1: it was it was yeah. a
0: sinking car it was
1: not good it was a sinking yeah they needed to comment on the, the thing though <laughs> one more thing one more thing um thanks for letting me read out of my mummy books it's I'm, you know what not our snappiest opening but no I, I, but but we've got
0: it i appreciate it i also i love a mummy related episode i love i mean because you know i love the classics in terms of horror trope and i think mummies are a classic one for the western world right. um what, what do you find mummies scary does it frighten you
1: yeah i think it's it's an interesting question right because yeah. they're like they're dry they're not wet and right. i think the scariest things often are kind of wet um but <laughs> or maybe not i'm disagreeing with myself there's no, a lot I of dry get, stuff Wet,
0: what adds a lot of fright I
1: it think. does yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Ina Garden said that. <laughs> um But I think part of why mummies are scary is because of their environments are so scary. Like the tomb yes. and the
0: underground and, and the, the the desecration of it I think is a big yeah, one. We like know we know we've done something wrong here. Yeah,
1: we shouldn't be down there.
0: Yeah. I mean it does I mean like this is a the perpetual kind of like historian question, right? Of like what is excusable um in the pursuit of knowledge about the past yeah and um and what is just uh, uh really disrespecting people's culture and coming in and being like take it all out here let's all learn about it somewhere else where you can buy a pretzel in the basement yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: rude too. That like you put a mummy in a museum, and then underneath it is a basement because they all think they're in the basement. I know, they
0: think they're underground, and then
1: underneath them is pretzels.
0: <laughs> I know, rude it, they, to, to them. The realization that the underworld exists, but it's just pretzels.
1: Yeah, or maybe yeah. they'd like that, like a knot. I feel like Egyptians liked a knot.
0: That's true. Well, who's the Anubis? Is the is the god of the dead there? Yeah, yeah. They're like Anubis is the pretzel monger of the. Uh, Of the underworld. I wouldn't mind that. They'd catch up. They'd catch up. Yeah, they'd catch up really fast. Yeah. Um, Anna, thank you so much for sharing that mummy information.
1: Thank uh, thank you for thanking me.
0: So, Anna, you introduced a new segment last time we recorded, which I really loved, in which you just read a Wikipedia page um, of a figure from a horror novel. I did do that. Um, and it was the kid from uh, the book The Stand.
1: I only have two hours left. I'm savoring it. <laughs> oh, you
0: only have two hundred forty-eight hours. It. I'm having a blast, Anna. That is so exciting. I have for us today a new wiki page for a horror literary character, and um, that character is Mister Dark from the novel Something Wicked This Way Comes <gasps> by Ray Bradbury.
1: Which is great because we said we would read this book and none I of us know. have been able to get through it's it just
0: it's 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 one of those books um anna and our friend and and frequent guests in the pod rachel and and i uh it endeavored upon a um a spooky a spooky book club for halloween and it just we got busy it's hard to commit um also also i love the book something wicked this way comes uh but it is it's a thinker
1: it's more of a poem yeah which yeah. is exhausting
0: it can be exhausting to read.
1: Or I'm liking it, but it's just not as rewarding as laying down and doing nothing.
0: And here's what... That's true. That is very true. And sometimes I end up listening to Drag Race Recap Podcast instead of my book on tape. Yeah. And that also happens. I think
1: about wedding only.
0: That will happen when you have that, wedding. Yeah, it's, it's real fun. Um, So, uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes is a novel about a small um, a Midwest town in which a evil carnival comes and that carnival is run by an evildoer named Mr. Dark. And um, this villain's wiki, Anna, is really popping off. Okay. It starts with two quotes of Mr. Dark's. Okay. I will tell them to you right now. First quote, my name is Mr. Dark. I advise you respect that.
1: Oh. <gasps> Oh no, I'm in trouble. Really
0: immediate introduction followed by I'm already anticipating you're going to disrespect me.
1: This felt like my first day having British professors in London where I was like, Oh no, I'm being
0: held accountable. Yeah. Immediately. Second quote, tell me where the boys are hiding and I can make you young again, (gasps) which you can hear any night of the week in West Hollywood. (laughs) In fact, both of these, both of these really, my name is Mr. Dark and I advise you respect that. Um, yeah, queer. No one's talking about no one's talking about how Mister Dark is a queer icon. G um, oh M Dark. What does that stand for? Gay man. Gay man. Wow. Wow. It all connects. It's all coming together. Yeah. Uh, Mister Dark, uh, also known as the Illustrated Man and the Illustrated Marvel, is the main antagonist in the Ray Bradbury novel Something Wicked This Way Comes, and. It's 1983 supernatural mystery Disney movie of the same name. And this is how I was introduced to something wicked this comes, a terrifying Disney movie in the early eighties oh, no. um, played by Jonathan price in kind of a sexy way. I'm going to show you a picture of him, please.
1: What Look the at that. hell?
0: Yeah. It's a little sexy. He looks
1: like Tom green.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, now I'm learning. Now I'm learning about myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He is a sinister man who is the leader of the Autumn People, and he bears tattoos all over his body, one for each person successfully tempted into joining the Dark's Pandemonium Carnival that he founded and runs. Mm -hmm. Mr. Dark initially holds sway over the other main characters, but his power weakens when Charles, one of the boys he comes across, uses positive emotions against him. He is a gay man. Um, (laughs) Something he cannot comprehend or withstand. (laughs)
1: relate
0: um okay occupation founder and ringmaster of dark's pandemonium carnival powers slash skills dark magic wish granting intelligence okay hobbies having people join his forces (laughs) that's work Um, you need a hobby that's not work this one is also kind of cheating another hobby disliking getting discovered and caught that's a hobby. Imagine me not telling my hobby. therapist when she says, I think what you need is a hobby. And my hobby is disliking people, finding me, like c- yeah. catching me.
1: <laughs> They're like, no, that's why you need one. Yeah, yeah. That's not a hobby. That's evidence of why you need it.
0: Third hobby, Anna, hating when people are not cooperating, these which are not... these are not quite hobbies. These are qualities that are fairly universal.
1: But to be fair, I don't think this guy has a ton of qualities. That's very true. He's very one track.
0: Goals, destroy everyone by granting their wishes which you know listen it's kind of like being an assistant which i did for several years (laughs) um crimes uh malicious usage of dark magic attempted genocide abuse of power (laughs) kidnapping stalking
1: these are bad crimes i love
0: that stalking is last um okay history Dark's background is a mystery, although he refers to being raised in a strict religious upbringing. When asked if he reads the Bible, he replies, I've had every page, line, and word read at me, sir. Which, here's the thing, in reading the book, I think there's kind of a double meaning there. Either he's raised in that setting, or he himself is evil and the devil and and he's heard every line oh, quoted at him, and it doesn't That's work. cool. Another, perhaps more fitting interpretation of the Bible sequence, given his dismissive nature to Charles and his array of books, would be that he is mocking Charles' belief that the Bible would have any effect in either repelling or hurting him. This would indicate that Dark is not a devil or demon in the Christian sense of the term. Um, and then, then, then this is like, it's describing the movie now, which in the movie he gets, he dies by getting zapped by lightning and aging rapidly on a magic carousel. <laughs> so the whole deal with this carnival is he can make people younger or older based on the direction of the carousel after the carnival closes. Oh. And what's, what's like nice about the book is it's about two boys who can't wait to get older and they'd right, like do right. anything to do that. And then, then one of the boys father, who's like who had kids late and is like, everything is behind me and I have no, <gasps> Whoa. I, I, I would do anything to go back. And so uh, dark is preying on uh, both of their needs to get older and younger. Various townspeople um, get manipulated by him. There's a very kind of traumatic sequence where um, an old school teacher who was once known as like the most beautiful woman in the town. Oh. Um, she, she like asks to be young again and she's made young, but her vision is taken away and she still has the mind of an older person. And so now she's like a little girl who can't, who can't see and who like is like, I'm still an old lady. It's it's and then a little girl. Yes. And then they never, it's like never resolved, which is scary. That is scary. Um, okay. That's scary. Jason is mad at me for talking off mic. That's
1: okay. That's okay. I have to look at the cat while I pet him.
0: (laughs) So, the basic, like, rundown of the story is that um, it's it's an October night, or it's an October afternoon, mm-hmm. and these two boys are relaxing on the front lawn, and a lightning rod salesman comes by. And, which I was immediately in. Yes. And is like, you boys, we've got to buy a lightning. A big storm's coming. And um, they, I believe they do buy a lightning rod.
1: He gives it to them for free. Yes. He's worried about huge. them. Yes. He says, one of your houses is going to get struck.
0: Right. And then that very, that very lightning rod salesman gets entrapped in the carnival (gasps) and he is also granted a wish and he's um there's there's a deeply problematic element of this is that that the carnival also has a freak show attached right and that the implication is like when you are when you're granted a wish you you become one of the freaks there's like a a human skeleton and um, the lightning rod salesman. The description is that he's turned into a mad dwarf, which not great. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but so Mr. Dark offers the two boys a free ticket to this carnival when he comes to town and they go and everything, all the rides, there's something a little bit wrong with them. There's a hall of mirrors, where um, people see like warped versions of themselves. As I got they could to be. that point. Yeah.
1: I really liked the school teacher getting lost in it and screaming.
0: Yes. And that's the one who gets, who then gets turned into a little girl. It's, it's very distressing. They find her under a tree and she's just like, they, they made me too young and there's no one to care for me now. And like, oh, what am I supposed no. to do? Very scary.
1: That's very old.
0: Yeah. Very old. It is very old. And, and the beach that makes you old is, I know as goofy a movie it is, that concept scares me.
1: It's scary because I love beach.
0: I love beach and I love be young. I don't Um. Oh, so later that night, Will and Jim, the two boys, return to the carnival and discover that uh, Mr. Dark's partner, Mr. Cooper, rides the carousel backwards and turns into a little boy. Mm. Uh, The next night, Will and Jim discover that the lightning rod salesman has been transformed by Mr. Dark um, and... Uh, once Mr. Dark realizes that the kids are onto him and has not been successful in getting them to sell their souls, he is after them and he oh, like no. sends his cadre after them after like all these, all, all of his, um, the people who he sold, who, who souls right. that he's collected. And one of them is a very scary thing. There's a character named the dust, Witch, oh, and she searches for the boys in a, a hot air balloon, which floats over the town. <laughs> Um, the Dust Witch. The Dust Witch, which in a way we all are the Dust Witch. We
1: are, and again a dry, a dry whore, a dry, dry whore. And the, whore, a dry
0: whore, <laughs> and the implication of the Dust Witch, because um, whoever sells their soul to Mister Dark shows up as a tattoo on his body. Um, <gasps> Ooh, also, kind of hot. I'm sorry.
1: That is hot.
0: And the revelations that the Dust Witch was once a nun.
1: <gasps>
0: Very reveal. spooky. Other powers that he has, if he pinches. Uh, one of his tat if you if like uh, if your t- if your visage is on a tattoo on his body, he can hurt you via pinch. Oh, no, which is also very scary. I don't <laughs> and there's a terrifying part in the movie that also exists in the book where he goes to one of the boys dads and is like, have you seen these boys and their faces are tattooed on his hands?
1: I don't like that. Which is really scary. That's the picture from the wiki. That's He's the picture from the wiki. Out. Exactly. Should we watch this at Spooky Sunday? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would love to. I've had a hell of a time finding it. It is not on Disney Plus, by the way. They're trying to bury it. They're I trying mean, to keep it on the price from us. Yeah, it it really does mess with the Disney brand because in it, there is a scene in which one of the boys walks by a guillotine and sees his own severed head in the basket by the guillotine. Ugh. And then there's another scene with spiders that is very scary. I don't um, like that. But the basic gist of it is in the book, can I tell you how Mr. Dark dies?
1: Yes, you can.
0: Um, So uh, Will's dad, Charles, discovers that um, while biblical quotes don't hurt Mr. Dark, positive emotions do. Whoa. And um, first, Jim, who's nearly killed, they bring him back to life through like laughing. Like Will is is Aww. is in despair, being and like, Jim
1: is the sort of goth one. He's
0: the sort of goth one who's like, I think I'm gonna sell my soul because I really want to be it. an adult. Uh-huh. And he, I, I believe, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a dad, and his mom is very um, she's a lot. Yeah, she's a lot. She's like, please get old, please, please have children and bring the children back here. It's like an yeah. unfortunate thing. Um, and in the book, this is super eerie. Mister Dark transforms into a child. Mm. and pretends to be, and his, 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 his he's like, my name is Jed. Like, help me, help me get away from the carnival. And Charles, the father, recognizes him and kills Mr. Dark by loving him to death. By giving him affection. Oh. By like, holding him, being like, you're good, you're good. Like, it's it's so distressing. And Mr. Dark just hates it. And there's like a very powerful line where uh, Charles says, "Like evil only has the power you give it, and I take it away. I take everything away, and it kind of is what, like I think, largely a lot of this uh, book inspired parts of it because there yeah, are yeah the very, like,
1: boyhood and yes
0: the boyhood stuff something who can uh, um an entity that is timeless that can manifest your worst fears, um and also then killing it by being like." The opposite of fear is not uh, like confidence. It's like love and affection. Wow. And that's how you kill it, which is what's kind of hammy in the movie. But in this case, um, it very much scares me. But I, again, I'm going to say uh, Mr. Dark, queer icon.
1: He definitely queer icon. Yeah. This
0: man doesn't have a girlfriend. De- and never will and Confirmed never wants. Confirmed bachelor. Hangs around a dust witch. Hangs around the dust witch. Yeah. Hangs around a, dus- a dust witch and a, and a man so thin he calls himself the skeleton man. This this is queer culture. It is. Um, And yeah, I just thought I'd share it. I thought it was kind of a fun thing. I
1: think it was really fun. And it was nice to have you read me a summary of a book that I tried hard to read.
0: It's okay. And and I heartily encourage everyone to read it. Ray Bradbury is obviously a really great writer. Um, And I think it's important to contend with the complexity of what things have not aged well and what things have. Um, And yeah, I still think there's good stuff to take away from this book.
1: I think so too. It's really beautifully written. It's just so dense. It is.
0: I the there is a really great audiobook version of it. Um Yeah,
1: I and I again famously am in the middle of a 48-hour yeah. audiobook and I was like, I can't do both.
0: Um Anna, thank you so much
1: for, for another
0: great IP. Andrew, thank you so much for another great yep. Um do we what do we do? Do we do another scary idea for things Can gonna happen? No, we've we've already done No, that. I don't yeah. think
1: so. I think what we do Is we tell them what to do, which is get get out. out.